Welcome to this Triangles webinar for Monday, June the 26th, year is 2023. It's very good to have everybody here. Um, let me just begin with a moment of complete and absolute silence, after which we will work together with the noontime recollection. We know, O Lord of life and love, about the need. Touch our hearts anew with love, that we too may love and give. So friends, my name is Steve Nation and I'm very happy to be your to host today. I see we have um, 122 of us, I guess, from different parts of the world. Our guest today is going to be from the Philippines and um, Christopher C., who I'll introduce later. But it's worth us knowing that for Philip, it's um, 3 a.m. in the morning. It's 3 p.m. here in um, New York time, and in the Philippines, it's 3 a.m. So thank you for being with us at this time, Philip. Christopher, sorry. As most of you know, these regular weekly Triangles webinars have two major goals, both of which seek to strengthen the planetary network. First, the task is to introduce new people to Triangles and hopefully stimulate the formation of new Triangles. So hopefully today we'll see some new Triangles formed. And the second um, purpose is to be a space where existing Triangle members can join in a meditative visualization in support of the Triangles work and share ideas about world service through the power of thought. Today's broadcast is focusing on the theme, Triangles as a Generator of Goodwill, delving into reflections on the role that Triangles plays in generating and nourishing the energy of goodwill in human relationships. But as we usually do, we're going to begin with some introductory remarks about Triangles for Newcomers followed by some thoughts on the role that the energy of goodwill can be seen to be playing in today's world. And then we'll work with a visualization with regular participants in this webinar are familiar with. And this will be followed by a talk by um, Christopher C, a longtime triangles worker from the Philippines. So if you're new to triangles, welcome. It's good to have you here. This triangles network is made up of individuals from all sorts of different spiritual backgrounds who share a recognition that meditation, prayer, and invocation have a unique and potent role to play in the creation of a better world. Energy follows thought, and the Triangles Network uses a simple daily visualization exercise to invoke energies of light into the thought life of the human community and energies of goodwill into the world of human relationships. It really is that simple. As a result of decades of practice, the network of groups of three people engaged in the visualization has become a carrier, an energetic carrier of radiant energies. Individual triangles within this network are sometimes thought of as either triangles of light or triangles of goodwill, depending on the unique qualities invested by the three participants in the triangle. Any three people who share an intention to serve humanity and to be useful in the evolving path as humanity moves towards right relations, anyone can form a triangle. All that you need to do is agree to Lincoln Thought every day, visualizing yourselves as a triangle of light and using the great invocation. When new triangles are formed, registering them with the movement's headquarters helps to anchor the triangle and encourages each of the participants to recognize that something significant is about to begin, that this is serious work. Registration also helps to keep the three in touch with the network through a quarterly bulletin that's sent to all triangles workers. It just sort of sounds a note that makes you consciously remind you of this, we're all part of a global network. 
But of course, triangles are living things and it's the energy invested by each of the three participants that makes a triangle a vibrant and vital part of the network. As lighted energies of divinity are invoked through the triangle link, these are visualized flowing out from the triangle through the network of all the triangles out into the world of human consciousness, nourishing and feeding the light and goodwill that already exists in human affairs. The network's been built over many decades, and we can envisage it as a strong, well-established, potent structure in the etheric or energetic body of humanity. It pulses, it's alive, this network. If you're new to this approach to planetary service, you might like to consider forming a triangle, or if you're already a member of triangles, you might consider forming another. This is the way the network grows. And the more people who participate with care and focus, the more spiritual energy is released into our world. There's information on the triangles website, triangles.org, about how to form a triangle. Where there's also a section where you can form a triangle online um, by entering your details and inviting others to contact you to form a triangle. Or you can simply use the chat box here and enter a request during the webinar today and others on the call may well agree to form a triangle with you. Very often it happens that new triangles are formed this way through the chat box, so please feel free to use it. And if you have got questions about triangles, don't hesitate to ask these in the chat box or ask them in the discussion period towards the end of the call. We're a group, there's now 162 of us. So we're a group, most, most of us, I guess, are active and familiar with the triangles work. So with all that in mind, let's just pause for a moment and work together just with a brief alignment and visualization. Imagine that you are the soul, the divine self, or your essential Buddha nature. Identify with this radiant center of light and love within your true self. And in your mind's eye, See your closest spiritual companions. See them as radiant centers of light and love. Imagine being linked together on subtle levels in triangles of light. Networks of three, forming a global network that links all points of light in the world. See this energetic network pulsing with the energies of the divine self. And now visualize lighted, loving energies flowing through the global network of triangles from the mind of God, pouring forth from the heart of God, and from that high center where the will of God is known. Imagine how these energies are enlivening all who are treading a spiritual path. Imagine how they are flowing through small groups of servers everywhere on the planet, flowing into the broad consciousness of the world of the human, bringing hope vision, inspiration, restoring the love of humanity 
with its accompanying spirit of companionship and service to all cultures and peoples, all kingdoms of nature and elements of life. So, our focus today is on the energy of goodwill as it exists now in the cultures and peoples of the world and how really vital the work is of recognizing this energy, actually seeing it, getting to know it, and seeing the role that it has to play in evolution. While triangle shines a light on the energy itself as it exists in the world, the work of a sister organization, World Goodwill, is to educate, mobilize, and organize that energy of its structure and form. It can be useful to think about the community in which we live, the families who are living out their lives in this community, our neighbors, all of those who are living around us, those who we know. How much attention do we give to the spirit of goodwill that can be seen in the human relationships within this, our home community, where we live. And the other side of this is, how much attention do we devote to those areas where we see a lack of goodwill? It's often so much easier to see the absence of goodwill. And we sometimes need to look more closely to see where goodwill actually is present and start to give more attention to the goodwill that is present. Often when we think in terms of simple human relationships, it's easy to notice the presence of goodwill. We can see it in a smile, in a look of concern, in an act that seems to be motivated by a concern for the well-being of others. And the more we look for it, the more we see it. Yet to really see the energy of goodwill at work in our communities, we need to extend this vision into wider areas of relationship. Considering, for example, the professional lives of those in our neighborhood. Noticing those who seem interested in serving the well-being of others, regardless of their occupation. Looking out and especially noticing those who seem to be genuinely less interested in their own ambitions, their own needs, their own desires, and more concerned about the well-being of others. In simple terms. We can see this spirit in all areas of the life of the community, wherever we are education, business, money, healthcare, and so on. Looking for goodwill in these areas of life within our community helps us to balance our idealistic preoccupations with strongly held views about what's needed, um, what, how we should respond to particular issues. The spirit of caring is at the heart of any real social development. And as that spirit grows in its intelligence, its understanding, its creativity and ability to organize, so do we see the energies of the plan working out. Most of the issues that divide societies today focus on strongly fixed views about what is right and good. Yet in the process, these views can divide the world up into groups of them and us, increasingly portraying them as the enemy or the ones who have to be converted. Directing attention to goodwill moves the focus away from the issues themselves and our own particular opinions about those issues 
And it helps us focus instead on what happens when to notice when those who share a concern with the good of the whole put their partisan views aside and focus on what can be done together to raise the quality of life for all. The co-workers we need to be looking for are people of goodwill who are able to place their goodwill above their ideologies. So let's move now into our meditation work. And this will be followed then by our guest presentation. And then there'll be time for discussion and reflection together. Group fusion. Link and thought together as a group, as a soul, as a point of love and light. And as the soul link with all those people throughout the world who are working with this Triangles Meditation Group right now. In the center of all love, I stand. From that center, I, the soul, will outward move. From that center, I, the one who serves, will work. May the love of the divine self be shed abroad in my heart, through my group, and throughout the world. Now imaginatively link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. And imagine the triangle that you're working with is an essential part of the radiant worldwide triangles network. Hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love underlying and infusing the network. And now lift your consciousness to the world teacher, the one who stands as the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy, and who also stands at the heart of each and every triangle.
hold the group mind open and receptive to this inpouring energy of love. Visualize energies of love, light, and goodwill circulating in and around and through the triangles network. Visualize these energies unifying and eliminating all divisions within humanity, healing and transforming consciousness, and establishing right human relationships. And let us use this mantra of unification. The sons of men are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles everywhere. 
20 new triangles being formed every second of the day. And now to distribute these energies, each one of us can sound the great invocation silently or aloud. And as you use each stanza, visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and the world of experienced humanity. And as a channel through which light and love and divine purpose are flowing ceaselessly into human consciousness. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Thank you very much, friends. So, Christopher, could you unmute yourself, please? Ah, beautiful. Thank you. You there? Yes. Yes, I'm here. 
Hi. So today, Christopher C., a triangles worker from the Philippines, is going to speak, be speaking to us about triangles as a generator of goodwill. It's a joy to have you on, Christopher. You've been a student of the Ageless Wisdom for many years, and I think you're just perfectly suited to this topic that you've chosen. Um, Christopher is a facilitator of a form in meditation group, the Unity of Life group in the Manila area in the Philippines, and he's a very active member of the Theosophical Society in Philippines, who's closely involved with the Theosophical Order of Service programs, including schools and learning centers in Metro Manila and various community development programs. So Christopher's focus is ageless wisdom and also very much on hand. So welcome, Christopher. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you, Steve. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. Let me just share my screen and then we can proceed with um, our presentation. Okay, so I hope everybody can see my screen. So greetings, everyone. Um, again, I'm Christopher C. from the Philippines. And for today, I will be talking about triangles as a generator of goodwill. So for today, I would like to talk about three things. Um, the first one would be the spiritual symbolism of the triangle. The second would be the great invocation. Of course, the great invocation is an integral part of our triangle practice. And of course, we'll be talking a little bit about the energy of goodwill and we'll be capping it off with how our triangle practice helps us to generate the energy of goodwill in us, in our personal lives, as well as for our community and the world. So let's start off with, a, with some quotes from um, some important Ageless Wisdom books. So I won't be reading the quotes. However, I would like to make certain points regarding these quotes. So first of all, most of us think that um, our meditations, sometimes we feel that they're not, um, they're not really potent in creating changes in the physical plane. But let us, let us be reminded that uh, Madame Blavatsky once told us that any energy expended on the spiritual or the astral plane is actually producing far greater results than any amounted on the physical or on the, on the objective plane of existence. So, of course, this does not discount the fact that um, physical plane service is very important. So if somebody's dying of hunger, we should feed them. If somebody's sick, we should provide care and give medicine. But this also points to the fact that our meditation actually produces long-lasting results because it creates changes, it implants seeds of light within the collective consciousness of humanity. And if we can nurture these seeds that we implant, they can create changes that are far-reaching and more, far more permanent than what we can do in the physical plane. Also, Alice Bailey tells us, or actually Master DK tells us that most of our work as esotericists and spiritual aspirants actually works on the inner planes. Um, few of us can do a lot of things on the outer plane. Like few of us can probably do anything about, let's say, the war in Ukraine or about poverty or about hunger or about corruption in the government. But most of us can focus our awareness or our attention in our meditation practice. And these things can be just as potent as physical plane um, service activity. So with that, let's begin our discussion with the esoteric and spiritual symbolism of the triangle. So Steve has provided us a wonderful introduction to our triangles work. And I'm sure most of us are familiar with some of the teachings um, provided to us by the Ageless Wisdom regarding our triangle work that this meditation actually creates changes within the etheric plane and it helps um, speed up the evolution of the planet in general, helping us to establish right human relations. But aside from that, let's take a step back and look at what the triangle symbolizes for different spiritual traditions. So I'm not an expert on these various spiritual traditions, but here are some ideas, some tidbits that I was able to pick up while researching on this concept. So the first one is that in most ceremonial magic traditions, the triangle is actually a symbol of manifestation. So for most ceremonial magicians, this is a triangle that they use to conjure things up. So it makes the energy more concrete, more um, etheric in nature. 
Um, and in other practices, for example, I'm also a Reiki practitioner. I'm also a Reiki healer. We have a practice called the Reiki triangle. So we may place an intention inside a triangle, and then we can send healing energies to that particular purpose. The idea here is that the thought form, once placed inside a triangle, the triangle makes the energy more concrete, and it makes its manifestation a little bit faster. Now, looking at the other concepts, such as sacred geometry. So in sacred geometry, the triangle is actually a symbol of harmony and stability because it's actually the first um, geometric figure that's actually stable. So they say that a point is just a point. It's not really, um, it's not a geometric figure yet. Um, two points connected by a line, by, uh, by a line is just a line. It's not yet stable. So if there's three points that are connected together by a line, it becomes a geometric figure, which is why it's a symbol of manifestation. And it's also a pretty stable geometric figure, which is why it's a symbol of harmony and stability. In various spiritual traditions, the triangle is a symbol of various triplicities. In the Catholic tradition, it's a symbol of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In esoteric tradition, it's a symbol of spirit, soul, and matter. It's also a, um, a symbol of the body, mind, and spirit. And in theosophy, there's also the symbol of the three logos. And in the Kabbalah, they say that the one becomes the three and the three becomes seven. In exoteric traditions, the one refers to the one, the absolute, and it manifests as a trinity, which could be the father, son, and spirit. It could be Brahma, Vishnu, um, Shiva. And this three could manifest as the seven, which could be the seven rays or the seven spirits before the throne, the seven archangels, or other variations of the same symbolism. Then in alchemy, the triangle is actually a symbol of the elements. Here, our focus would be on the two that are symbolized purely by the triangles. The first one would be fire. Um, this would be the upward pointing triangle. And then there's also the downward pointing triangle, which is a symbol of water. Um, in alchemy, it's more often used as a symbol of fire. And fire is a symbol of consciousness. That's why we have Agni Yoga, right? The, the yoga of the next root race. So fire is a symbol of consciousness and the expansion of consciousness. Aside from that, fire is also a symbol of purification because fire is one of the few elements that can actually purify without itself being defiled or being impure by, the, by being touched by the element that it tries to purify. So these are some points that we might wish to consider when we think about triangles as a way to generate the energy of goodwill. And lastly, in Theosophy and the Ageless Wisdom teachings, the triangle is a symbol of the various um, principles of man. So generally, the upward pointing triangle represents the upper spiritual triangle or our higher self. The lower self is sometimes depicted as a square, and sometimes it's depicted as a downward pointing triangle. This is because sometimes the etheric body and the physical body are put together as one. So there are three lower principles. Um, there are three lower bodies and three higher principles. So with that, let us now move on to the Great Invocation. So the Great Invocation, as mentioned before, is an integral part of the Triangle's practice. It's actually the heart of the Triangle's practice. It's what we do. And the Great Invocation is a world prayer. It's an invocation for light and love. And in the teachings, we are told that it's also the basic foundation for the science of invocation and evocation. What this means is that when we are sending out an energy of goodwill, we are sending it out to the universe and we're asking it to send us more light, more love, and more power to generate more goodwill into the world. And we send it out to the hierarchy or to Shambhala or to the universe. And this energy of goodwill that we send out because of its nature, it would attract a similar vibration and it would, it would evoke a particular response from these higher planes, which will bring down this energy of light and love into the world. Which is why it's also mentioned that it's the mantra of the Christ, 
because as the energy of light and love precipitates into the world, into our planet, it creates a condition of general mental atmosphere that helps prepare and pave the way for the reappearance of the world teacher. And it's said to be the prayer of the new age. So they say that um, the prayer of the Piscean age was given by the Christ as our father or the Lord's prayer. And for the coming Aquarian age, it's, it will be the great invocation. And now let's move on to our third topic, which is goodwill. If you've been with um, Lucy's Trust or with the World Goodwill Foundation, you've, I'm sure you've heard of this phrase that goodwill is love in action. In the teachings, we are often told that there are three aspects to um, the divine energy. The highest would be the will to good. And we are told that there are no words that can actually define it. And even masters and initiates of the fifth, um, initiates of the, of the fifth, um, fifth degree initiates, they cannot actually describe what this will to good is. But maybe I can share some of my insights as a fellow student, not necessarily an expert, but like uh, uh, my insights to what I think this energy is. So I think that the will to good is the energy that drives us to do what is good, what is right. And it is also the energy that drives us um, towards evolution. And I think that this is the energy that is present in all beings. Uh, Madame Blavatsky told us that spiritual aspirants, our goal is to become a mere beneficent force of nature. And she emphasizes that the word mere, meaning we're trying to become a beneficent force. We're trying to do good, not because of pride, because we want to become a better person, because we want to become a disciple or whatever. We're doing good because it's our nature to be good. And I think that that is what the energy that we are referring to as the will to good. But this is a very high and abstract energy. And they say that this energy, when it goes down, the second aspect is love. Of course, this does not refer to sentimental forms of love or emotional form of love, but it's more of a recognition of our essential oneness with everyone and everything so that um, we develop compassion and loving kindness for all beings. So when we see the suffering of others, there's an evoked response on within us to act because we know that the life within us is the same life that is present in another being. However, this energy is still highly abstract, but goodwill is the lowest level of these three kinds of energy. Goodwill is love in action. My insight here and my understanding is that goodwill is always something which is practical. It can be something big like establishing a hospital, establishing a school to service a particular community, but it can be something as simple as smiling to a stranger or tapping the back of someone to give encouragement. As long as the action is inspired or is intended to give, um, as long as the action is inspired by good intentions, then that is a manifestation of goodwill. Goodwill is very practical. It's not something abstract. And it's always driven by that need for harmony, for goodness. And it's something that can actually change our life. If we do, um, if we practice goodwill every day, we can expect many changes in our life as well as in our community and in our life. And it can be one of the key things that can help us achieve peace, not only in our lives, but also in our community. And lastly, it's always a dynamic or an intelligent energy. Goodwill is something that is intelligent. Um, the Ageless Wisdom tells us that service is always an intelligent activity. And one of the examples that comes to my mind is that if we someone who has like uh, a spinal injury, we have to be careful in helping that person because what we do can actually aggravate his situation if we're not able to help him in the proper way. So um, service is always something that is um, that always involves active thinking and always thinking of what is the best. In some traditions, for example, in the Buddhist tradition, it's called like um, it's called um, skillful means. We're doing service to do something good. And I think that's one of the defining actions of goodwill. Goodwill is something that's practical. 
it's something that we thought of and it's always something inspired by love by our care for another person for the well-being of others and i think that this is the portion of how triangles can actually generate goodwill within us but first of all we have to have goodwill within ourselves first because it's the energy that will attract the energy outside of us it's the energy that will evoke goodwill outside of us. So we have to generate that good intention within ourselves first. So when we do our triangle work, especially for, I guess, for most of us who've been doing this work for many years, we often think that we just have to say the words, we just have to go through the motions. But I think that what's more important is the energy, the intent behind the action. Um, we have to have goodwill first, and then our triangle work will actually generate more of it because of our action. So it generates goodwill through the use of the great invocation. So as mentioned, a little bit of goodwill um, incorporated in our recitation of the great invocation is an invocation for higher energies to step in. And the hierarchy or Shambhala or the universe will respond by sending us more of this energy of goodwill. And as we've explored the symbolism of the triangle, the triangle will help us to stabilize and to make this energy of goodwill become more concrete. And this will help generate more good thoughts for us. And it will also help generate more good thoughts for our entire community. And the triangle program is, of course, a practical approach to service. Similar to other practices, um, similar to other activities of goodwill, it's not something that's abstract. Um, the Triangles program is something that's practical. It's something that we can do every day. It has a step-by-step -step procedure, and it's not something that, that requires like a high level of visualization to be able to do. And lastly, it generates goodwill through our group work. Um, in the Christian tradition, we are told that whenever two or three people come together, the Christ is with them. So in the same manner, whenever two or three people come together in the spirit of goodwill, that group work, that group dynamic creates a synergy and it generates energy, the energy of goodwill in a greater proportion than we can just generating goodwill on our own. So let me end with this short quote regarding prayer. So, um, Prayer is ennobling action when it, when it is an intense feeling, an ardent desire rushing forth from us from our own heart for the good of other people and when entirely detached from any selfish or personal object. And I think this is similar for us when we recite the great invocation and when we do our triangle works. We have to have the right intention that we're doing it, not just we're not just going through the motions. We're not doing it to generate good karma for ourselves. We're doing it because we sincerely believe that by doing our triangle work, we're actually helping humanity. And from this good intention, our triangle practice will generate more goodwill from this initial energy of goodwill. And this goodwill will, of course, enrich our lives, enrich the lives of our family, our community, and ultimately the world. I hope that this presentation helps us to take a look, a new and fresher look in our current triangle practice, that it's just not something that we do. It's just not something that we practice, but it's also an internal feeling, an energy that we want to spread across to everyone. And through this practice and through this generation of energy within us, we're able to spread the practical energy of goodwill to everyone in our community and throughout the world. And with that, I would end my presentation. Thank you. Oh, Christopher, thank you so much. That was, um, I think that's one of the most beautiful um, presentations on the real heart of the work of triangles that I've heard. Thank you so much, Christopher. That's wonderful. Thank you. The, I love the fact that you began with that um, quite simple and straightforward quote from Blavatsky, how energy on the spiritual plane, the reality is that any energy that's put in on the spiritual plane has far greater results than the energy that's put into physical plane things. And 
if we think about triangles like that, if we think about the energy that's put into, say, organizing a hospital, um, you know, the, day, the, the, the daily life of all of the people who work in a hospital, um, the amount of energy that the human energy of creativity that's put into that. Imagine that sort of focus and concentration of energy as being what triangles does. That big, and, and, and imagine how the impact that has on, as you say, the whole sort of environment of thought and environment of relationship. That's a really lovely thought. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. So as a, if anyone, you're very welcome, anyone, if you want to raise your hand, if you want to, um, to speak to Christopher and, and ask him or share a thought with Christopher, I'm sure that would be very much appreciated. And let's see. Um, what we've got in the chat. People are really, I've really enjoyed that talk. It's very lovely. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> so, Ellie, goodwill leaves no room for selfishness, vanity, greed, self aggrandizement, and absorption, etc. It recognizes the common humanity and good source within each and all. Um, exactly. And, and the beauty of it is, it changes the way we look at humanity because actually goodwill is sort of present in almost in most people. If you look for it, yeah. you see a heart of goodwill. You must find that way. You work in a hospital, Christopher, you must find that in a hospital environment, you see a terrific sort of presence of goodwill. Yes. Um, yes. Um, I'd like to comment also on that first notion um, because the energy of the will to good is present in everyone, even though sometimes we think that it isn't, but yeah. sometimes it's just buried underneath a lot of conditionings, a lot of fear, a lot of negative emotions that we don't see the light within every one of us anymore, but the teachings always remind us that it's there. It's just sometimes not visible, but it's there. And if we dig hard enough, if we purify the bodies hard enough, we will always find it there. And once that light reaches um, to the lower levels, it can become goodwill and it can become practical actions. In the hospital, yes, especially in the Philippines, I'm sure you're aware that um, the, the hospital situation isn't really good in our country. It's a third world country. So most nurses, they work very hard, but they're underpaid. But many people I see in hospitals, they, they, continue, to con they continue with the work despite that because of their love for humanity, unless it's really they're in really dire need of financial assistance. But most people, they would continue on because of their, um, because of their selfless desire to help others, especially those that are sick, those that are um, really in need of care. That's a beautiful thing. It makes you, it does change the way you look at humanity when you hear a story like that, Christopher, because, you know, in, in, in areas where people are under such stress, particularly areas of, ex of poverty and where everybody is, um, life is not easy. Um, even in those areas, this thing about the quality of the human being, this quality of simple goodness, and you use the phrase in relation to um, the will to good, the beneficent force in nature. I, that's, that, that's a wonderful way of looking at the will to good. And even a practice like triangles or any really profound spiritual practice, to me, it helps to refine your ability to see this beneficent force in others. Um, because it's not a question even of necessarily trying to see it as suddenly a veil opening up and you see the goodness that's there. And once you've seen that goodness in the other, it will tend to evoke, make it possible for that beneficent force to take a step into the, from the other's perspective, to take a step outwards into their life. Yes, I agree with that. 
but sometimes it's also very difficult to remind ourselves of that. <laughs> to look at the goodness within each and every one of us. And I think that's um one of the advantages of doing the triangle works because it's really a very simple meditation. You don't have, like I mentioned, you don't really need to have like very good visualization skills. You don't need a very long time to do it. You can just do it and you just have to muster up the initial goodwill and you have to have faith in the process that this initial goodwill will attract and will generate and will awaken the light within other people. Exactly. And as you say it, because all of us, that's a, the beauty of it is that we're all simply human beings. Um, you know, <laughs> we're, we're a work in process. And so something like triangles, I like that thought that it reminds us. Um, and also it, it sort of, it polishes and shines that um, ability in ourselves, first of all, to see ourselves as a point of light, in other words, the soul, the Christ within, and then to look at the two triangles partners that we work with. A particularly lovely part of triangles is when you've been in a triangle for, say, 10, 15, 20 years with the same two people. Um, it helps you to see the light in the other person in a way that is real and not some fantasy. Yes, and yeah, seeing ourselves as points of light helps that as Yikes. well. But I have to be honest that um, I've been <laughs> with the triangle work for several years already, for many, many years already, but um, I've had a lot of um, other workers because most of the time they tend to lose interest uh -huh. so yeah so we, I have to keep looking for other triangle partners but yeah it, it's helpful that um, see people as points of light yeah but that, that's that's a very real experience I think that many people have um, <laughs> with some you know with so the quality of persistence um, <laughs> you know is a really important thing and also, it's often people will um, reach out to their triangles workers if they're not sure that they're still doing it. Just a little reminder. And some triangles um, will do something like every six months or every year, um, you know, reach out to the other person and just reestablish that link that we're doing this work together that's really important and precious. The Clint writes, great point, Christopher, about the need to really feel that energy of goodwill flowing out and not simply going through the motions. As, and as Jane adds, it's so simple. It reminds me how important my sincerity is. We contribute more than we know by our focused intention. That's a really lovely thought. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and, and Catherine adds also, isn't it just an act of trust that the greater impetus is enough, meaning we don't know who will do it as long as the initiative is held and flowing. Yeah, I think it is, it, and that's faith also. Um, but I love this thing that we're just, all of us are just, through our sort of ineffectiveness and our, uh, I don't know, lack of lack of light, if you say, that's what makes us really human and yes. gives us an understanding of the human and be, helps us to be less judgmental and understand that um, we are substance in process of being redeemed. Yes, the light is always there, even if we... <laughs> Exactly. Even if we find it hard to see it sometimes. <laughs> exactly. And then part of the thing of companionship, um, and even like these like webinars and things we're together, is we remind, can remind ourselves about that. <laughs> Isabel um, writes of the word goodwill, we should think of it as like the lost word which is rather a lovely thought because the because the thing is it's used so widely in so many circles and parts of so many conversations 
that it's real, the power of it and its simplicity can easily be lost. And actually, particularly for those of us who are working with this work all the time, because goodwill is, is so, we're so commonly reading it and thinking about it. And so we have to remind ourselves. So you've done a beautiful job with that, Christopher. You really have. Thank you. <laughs> I think there are people who raised their hands, but I'm not ah. sure if we still have time. <laughs> Gosh, it's, um, look, let's, um, we'll take two. Um, Kit, let's start with you, if you would lower your hand, and then Sam will go to you. Kit, you can unmute yourself. Kit, we seem to have, I seem to have lost you. So, Sam, will you unmute yourself? Ah, there we go. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Ah, wonderful. Thank you both of you so much. A wonderful, wonderful meeting. And um, I was just thinking, I mean, I, I, I think our Monday meeting started in 2011. Um, and at that time, I remember saying something about the what's been known as the six degrees of separation. Although I think it'd probably be better to call it six degrees of unity where there's never more than one, um, six people and anyone else in the world. So it was just to remind people that, you know, for every six of us that do the triangles, we are touching the hearts and minds of every single person throughout the world over and over again, thousands and thousands of times. <laughs> because as you both said, you know, energy follows thought. So thank you so much. Thank you. That's a, that's a beautiful thought, Sam. Thank you so much for that. That's really lovely. Um, it's amazing the repercussions. Ellie, let's, um, we seem to have lost Chris. So Ellie, let's, if you want to unmute yourself. Unmute. Okay. Hi. What a great talk. I wanted to um, just comment that um, I'm living in Florida right now, and I've lived in a few places in the world. And one of the things um, I encounter and try and, through goodwill, try and change hearts and minds is that so many people don't feel connected to other human beings. And as as uh, uh, back when a musician who um, explored a lot of different musics from around the world, and um, always with the sort of humanitarian bent, very young, and also how I was raised, I was taught that every person on this planet is my brother and sister. And people don't think like that. And goodwill has the, the quality of opening people to that prospect, or, or in my world, that reality, that every, every person on this planet is, is your relative, you know, as, um, What's the saying in Native American, Metakwiasen, uh, to all of my relations? So that actually extends to the other kingdoms too. For instance, animal kingdom. But just to see, to see it in in the world, and then to just you know spontaneously uh, act kindly towards people, um, it it really does change hearts, even and minds, even if it's a very gentle nudge that works through me to give some kind of upliftment, like you said earlier, um, you know, pat on the back to somebody or smile to a stranger. So, but the, you know, that's the mentality that will heal the world is when we realize we are all from the same source, as I said before, the, hum the humanities in all of us, even the worst monster on this planet came from the same source we did. So, that which gets into the deeper purpose of why our, our situation and the whole, you know, uh, uh, a harmony through conflict. Anyway, that's enough. <laughs> All right. Thank, <laughs> Thank you, you so much. Okay. Thank you. That's beautiful. Thank you, Ellie. Thank you so much. Welcome. Um, that's beautiful. Look, I think we need to um, end now. We're a little bit over time. Um, thank you, everybody. Thank you, big heart. Thank you to um, Christopher. 
And as people have said on the in the chat, that's been, this has been a, a, a lovely meeting, beautiful energies. And let's just um, let's just close this with a moment of silence. Um, and Kit, let me say that I apologize. I think I inadvertently pressed a wrong button, um, which didn't allow you to unmute. So my apologies for that. Um, so let's but let's just have a moment of moment of silence as we come together and think of these reverberating energies reaching out through the six contacts to the all universal fields of contact. Thank you, friends. Thank you so very, very much. Thanks, everyone.